0: Hello, Sean.
1: Hello, hello, hello. So, welcome back to or welcome to the Noise Pollution Podcast. So This is the first episode we're going to be doing. So, let's give a little introduction to ourselves. Have, uh, Sean, I'm Sean, listener of music and uh, player of video games. I run do a lot of things, but I'm uh, also I here talking with some of my friends. And uh, here's one right here. I was on this call. Could you introduce yourself?
0: Hi, guys. I'm Joe. Um, me and Sean, we talk about music a lot, and we're probably going to do a lot of that here. Um, I love music. I write music. I have three songs released on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music. So check me out, Joe Sedow, and more music is coming. Um, so music's a big part of my life. And yeah, that's kind of what I do, so. Yeah,
1: so we're going to start off by, uh. Discussing one of the biggest bands of the uh, mid two thousands or early two thousands, uh, known as the uh, known as Blink one eighty two, and many people disagree on how to say that. Some people say Blink one eighty two, but we say Blink one eighty two because we're cultured.
0: It is Blink one eighty two.
1: <laughs> so we we'll are gonna be going and going through their albums from the very start to the very end to give a little background on the band it's formed by. Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLong, and Scott Scott's the drummer, Tom is a guitarist, and co-vocalist, and Mark is the bassist and also the co-vocalist. It was later joined by Travis Parker when Scott left. He became become a new drummer. And eventually Tom, one of the founding members, left and was replaced by Matt Skiba of Alicone Trio that we made the last two albums with. So you have any thoughts on the history, any fun facts you want to say before we get into it? Hmm? Yeah, anything you want to add to that? Good comprehensive
0: history lesson there? Good history lesson. I mean, we'll kind of, we'll go over. We'll go over it, like, as we go through their history. But let's start out, we're just probably going to run through their albums, you know, talk about them. Because me and Sean definitely both love Blink. They're definitely one of the bands that kinda turned me onto this whole new genre. I've really related with them and they really like actually made me start listening to different bands. Because yeah. I always used to listen to just like the same band mm-hmm. and like not really have a variety of music. But Blink Winning Two really made me like actually start like listening to music instead of so just liking a couple bands. So, they definitely hold a special place in my heart, and they always will, and they'll always be one of my favorite bands, and I know Sean feels the same. Yeah. So, we're Cheshire Cat is start with their Buddha? first we're official, no, we're not going to do Buddha. So Buddha's Buddha a is kind of like their first like demo tape. Most of the songs are on Cheshire Cat, so yeah, we're gonna I think we're just right going to start with that.
1: Yeah, with, uh, with Cheshire Cat. I so think, think... Cat is a interesting beast, because it is very early. I don't think their voices have developed, like, at all. They're kind of still, like, kids, pretty much, on this one. I mean, they have some good songs on here. I really like Carousel on TV and I Eminem's. Mean, other than that, it kind of, kind of just blurs together, especially with Buddha and their later album, Dude Ranch, all kind of going through this early period that I'm not really too interested
0: in. But, all right, me and time. Sean, throughout this, throughout this podcast, will have differing opinions. And I think this is one of those moments. Um, Cheshire Cat, I agree with Sean in that I don't, like, love it. I don't think it's their best effort. But I definitely think for, like, their first album, it definitely has, I think, more good than bad, I would say. I think it's got a lot of, like, fast, punky, like, pop-punk songs. Mm -hmm. Um, Carousel is great. It shows off... Um, Mark's talent with a great bass riff. Um, Eminem's is like okay, vent loser's okay, but um, like the middle part of the album, pretty much all the way through, I think is. Oh, okay. Someone's talking in the background oh, Sean. That was loud. loud. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it definitely it brings like. Blink's, like, humor-side, humorous-side, humor, humor. which is obviously, like, <laughs> something they do a lot, and they do very well, and frequently. Yeah. But this album is really, like, shows their, like, comedic genius, frankly. Yeah, humor a okay, bit
1: crass, you know. It's very humorous. A bit
0: immature at yeah. times, as like to be expected, like but I definitely think that these songs definitely... Showed their potential. I think it's a good, solid first effort. It's good for what it was.
1: Yeah, I I, I pretty much in agreement with you. I think we'll move on to Dude Ranch if you and then if you have anything have to say, yeah. So Dude Ranch is kind of it's kind of similar to Cheshire Cat in the fact that it's still the audio quality isn't great on this one. It's still kind of a jumping off point for them. I mean, it's got some good tracks like "Gamut" is the first I would say big song. Up that with a uh, Josie. And those are the two songs that I think are the best off of it. They're both like they still these are probably the most punk I'd say. Because they're they're very I don't know, they're straight to the point. They don't beat around the bush, they're just in your face constantly. Especially Janet, This is pretty like it's kinda of harsh at points, but it's something that you only really see in other albums, like just the way they especially Scott's the drumming, which like I'm not a very good drummer, but I tried playing some of Scott's music and it is you need endurance. You need a yeah, lot of Scott, to play everything.
0: Scott may not be, like, the best drummer in the world, um, mm-hmm. but he has some crazy endurance on these songs. Like, some of them are, like, three-minute, three-and-a-half-minute songs of just, like, punk drumming, like, relentless, mm-hmm. fast as hell. So, yeah. I mean, Travis can do that, too. But, like, they really, like, turned up the speed for a lot of their earlier albums. Um, and I think personally, the sound quality on this album is definitely lacking. It might be
1: worse than Cheshire Cat points, which is weird because then he came out two years ago. Yeah, like the
0: quality, as Sean said, is arguably worse than Cheshire Cat at some points. But based on the live versions of some of these songs during, um, on their album, The Mark, Tom, and Travis Show, which is their live album, um, they play a lot of these songs live on that. And honestly, the live versions of this of those songs can show that they kick ass. Yes. Especially like "Pathetic" and "Voyeur," the two opening yeah. tracks on the album. The sound quality is lacking, but I know the potential those songs have because I've heard it on the Mark Tom and Travis show. Yeah, if they should remaster them. And the they should remaster them. They really should. They because <laughs> this album could honestly be really good. But yeah. "Pathetic" and "Voyeur," um. I think as songs, not necessarily the recordings, but as songs themselves are both two bangers to start off the album. Damn it. Pretty much the first blink song I heard. So that always has yeah, a special praise be. in my heart. Um a lot of these songs or not even all of them. I feel like most of these songs are like good songs. Yeah. Like in general. There's a few like I feel like filler like boring, waggy um degenerate and lemmings aren't like super good but there's actually quite a few bangers on here dick lips another thing that the live version is great great. Enthused is really good untitled another one that the live version much better than the studio version but the live version kicks ass apple shampoo is great emo Mm -hmm. is great josie is frankly a banger it might yeah, be the best song think, in this album.
1: Yeah, I think A was, New yeah. Hope, is like
0: funny. I mean, kind of got that, like, Star Wars fantasy yeah. he's talking about.
1: I mean, we kind of got to give it up to the song titles, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, like, it's
1: great. Like, Apple Shampoo.
0: That's, and it's got a uh, immature and kind of disgusting, yet somehow hilarious joke song at the very end, dog lapping.
1: Yeah. Once again, you kind of got to... Either I love it or leave it for their humor. I
0: know. Um, not even definitely, the
1: album, but their entire they're
0: definitely immature. But they I lose
1: like a it. lot of their like, I don't know, for better or worse. I would probably say for better, they lose some of the like, I quote a comedy aspects of their music. Like, I still think some of their music is still funny, but like, it's not as directly as like, let's go out and make the people laugh. Like some of the songs on here. Are,
0: I definitely like, say their comedic side. Will always be um be loved, and frankly, they did it most excessively on their first two albums. They hit yeah. you with their comedic side, which I really like, and it definitely like shows true. the people who they are.
1: And yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. love
0: them for that. Yeah, so
1: these early albums, I think, like we said before, a good stage and ground. They they're really they're kind of like more I would say more punk in the fact that they're uh, sound like they're recording on a microphone. Hanging upside down in a basement, it's about the floor is about to drop out. Well but said. It also is a bit more like energy. Not, not, not that they lose the energy, but I think as much as I think Travis is like one of the greatest drummers, Travis Barker, definitely. he doesn't have some of just the he doesn't have the same qualities old too. So I think Scott and Travis are very different.
0: Yeah, definitely in some of
1: the ways, and I think that you lose some of the core like punk drumming from these albums but in the end I don't really care because I like Travis. technique
0: I think if Travis had to I think it's more of that Blink like evolved as they went on to more like because
1: as it goes on a band has to get more competently instrumentally
0: yeah and like definitely their sound like you could say like kind of evolved a bit instead of like the just pure punk they mm-hmm. definitely change their sound a bit, and Travis's drumming like fits no matter what style they want to go. Yeah,
1: he can do anything.
0: You can, do, he can anything. do anything. I'm sure if he was called upon to do like the kind of drumming that Scott did, and he definitely does do that on a lot of songs, I think and he can tend, very yeah. well, but if he was called upon to do it like the way Scott did, I'm sure he could handle that. And now, speaking of the first album to feature, new drummer, a.k.a. my biological father, Travis Barker. Um
1: also also actually, of the state. Pretty, uh, speaking of songs that if required to do the pop the punk drumming on uh, we're gonna start with the title track here. Let's talk about dumpweed.
0: The title track song
1: it's, it, it's not a title track. Oh opening track.
0: Yes. Yes. There's no title track for this. Um No anyway, I feel like just a little like opening statement on this spectacular album. I will always say, and Sean will disagree and be a fight over this forever, but he will always be wrong in my frank opinion. But Enema of the State is the best Blink-182 album and one of the best pop punk albums of all time. Really, I feel like it revolutionized the genre. And I think just for Blink as a whole, this album kind of started like the golden age of Blink and the golden age of pop punk. Because I feel like yeah. their first two albums, as we talked about, were like pretty good, like a bit above average. They could have been better. We, they were okay, no one, frankly. You heard our opinions on them. But Animal yeah. of the State really started like Animal of the State, and then the next two albums are just like peak Blink 182. Yeah. Peak Blink 182 for legacy. the next five They're years, and Animal 80s. of the State kind of really kicked yeah. that off. Yeah, it's
1: it's it, it becomes kind of the standard of they're going to, if a new punk album will come out, how do you compare it? How does it stack up to this album? And like, I don't think it's their best album, but I definitely think it's great. And I think it's like leading, and this album came out in 1999. So it's going to lead into the mid-2000s boom. And you're going to see of like skate parks and hurling backwards hats. And, you know, this was probably their most commercially successful album. Like songs like All the Small Things and uh what's my age again these are the songs that like transcended not only the band i think it kind of transcended the genre in some ways like it came out of that kind of california punk scene into the mainstream like people outside of their the bubble wouldn't listen to blink when they do like if they kept going on making music like Chester cat like dude ranch the kind of crass it's not in most bratty music not saying this album isn't bratty because it certainly is how long is on this album, of course it's
0: gonna sound pretty. I would say, um, anyway, talking about the songs themselves, Dumpweed, mm-hmm. the first song we officially see Travis Barker on. Um oh, we hear Travis Barker on. And it is okay. a blaster of a banger. Dumpweed will forever go down as I think one of my favorite songs. Definitely one of my favorite Blink 182 songs. Starts the album off with a bang and frankly that energy never dies down.
1: Yeah, the energy goes on a lot of these songs are, like they still have like like I said, the humor kind of disappeared, but kinda of lied. The humor still is on this thing, like Alien exists. Yeah. Like it, there's some of the humor crass album is still here, but like it still shows a bit of more the sentimental, emotional side. Songs like Adam Adam song, yeah. For example, and kind of anthem a bit more a kind of more serious tone. Yeah. And like I said, I think their instrumentation got significantly better and their sound quality got way better on its own.
0: Definitely. But I would say this album is the definition of like a consistent album, a hype album. It keeps the energy up. The whole thing is just like a ride. Like you think you're going to like go down, but it just, it just, it's a ride all the way through and it's an exciting ride. And it's definitely like a great vibe, and vibe is just so important in music. And I can vibe to this album all, all thirty-five minutes, all twelve songs throughout the whole thing. It's consistent, and it gets me hyped all the time, and the energy just doesn't die down. Yeah,
1: it's it's like you said, it's consistent. It, it keeps tonally, thematically consistent, and musically consistent. Like, the quality kind of doesn't, like, I don't think there's a bad song on here, or even one that kind of is, like, an outlier in quality, like you might see on some of the other albums.
0: I would say probably the weakest song is Mutt. I think if it was by another band or on a different album, I would actually probably really like it. But it just shows you how good the album is, that the worst song is, like, still a good song, but... It makes me like the yeah. song less because the album, rest of the album is just so good.
1: So good, yeah. We got. I would say if Neck did Mutt, it would be a great song. Yeah. that's just me. I feel like they. I feel like more.
0: they would do it well. But, it's also um, Mutt is an American Pie, which is one of my favorite movies.
1: Great movie. Fun fact: Blink-182 were actually in that movie. Yes,
0: they were in that movie. Um, if Miranda you know the says, movie, they were. The, the guy for, the computer
1: in the computer scene when he's doing when he had the webcam on.
0: Yeah, when he has the, the webcam the on. Um, the Mark Havis, um, says, "Uh, okay. go trigger okay. boy, it's your birthday, cause Jim was in his trig yeah. class." But they definitely get yeah, yeah, they make an appearance yeah. and it is the best scene of the movie. Now it's not the best scene in the movie, but it's a good. It is a good scene, and, and I love to see my boys. But yeah. anyway,
1: some of my yeah, favorite movie, songs. You can plot the. Uh, that movie, you can plot the uh, trajectory of a uh, Travis Barker's insane haircuts where he goes from Mohawk yeah, yeah. to bald to nothing to back again. And then some of the time around 2011, he starts
0: wearing hats. Yeah. Like really goofy looking. Um hats. Travis Barker, a mysterious man. But um the quiet oh. man at times, but we all we love him.
1: Very quiet. He didn't
0: speak much. Yeah, but some of my favorite songs, um, if I wanted to list all the songs I love in this album, I would list the whole album. But some of my absolute favorites, Dumpweed, uh, Going Away to College, Dysentery Gary, All Adam's Song, The Party Song, Wendy Clear, um, Don't Leave Me is great, Aliens Exist is great. I'm just, I'm listing the whole album. I told you I wasn't going to do this. But <laughs> just, I love this album with all my heart. Because it really just... Uh, showed me to whole, pretty much a whole like new style of music and I keep coming back yeah. to it and it never disappoints me.
1: I would say in my overall thoughts, if you want to listen to, if you would take one album that I could recommend to like anyone listening, if you want to listen to pop punk, you'd listen to *I'm going state. Yes. Simple as that.
0: Yeah. Everyone knows at least a few songs off this album.
1: I think all the small things is probably something
0: which you can do. It's just what I knew. What's my age again, too. To what's my
1: age again, yeah. And also yeah.
0: the transition game, something Blink does very well. I don't think um, a lot of points. people realize that. But going away to college, perfect transition into what's my age again. Not sure how many people know that. Because what's my age again, obviously huge. But I feel like a lot it's of people huge. who like don't listen to the full album and just know the song don't know that going away to college goes right into it perfectly. Um, also Adam's song going into all the small things two of their biggest hits mm-hmm. but a great transition connects them together and Adam's song let's just briefly talk about it it definitely it shows blink can be mature and serious and it kind of what's on a, it's definitely it's not a ballad but it definitely gets like more emotional and serious but with still yeah, keeping the energy it's, it's up and a, a long chorus long. So you can yeah. scream along to it is really yeah. a great song.:
1: Across the board, this is a really great album. Is there anything else you want to say or Do you want to move on to?
0: Let's move on the to one. the pun the that it took one. me way too long to get. Took some, like twelve years to figure uh, out. It took me about like fourteen years.: Actually, I didn't know no. yes, basically, more of the story, it took me a long time to figure out what the title of this album truly meant, but "Take off your pants and jacket." Uh, is so their 2001 that again, so the 2001 album. So, I'll repeat that title again so people can get the joke. Take off your pants and jacket. Take off your pants repeat that a few times and, and you'll get
1: it. Jack. In your hands. <laughs> we understand. We <laughs> understand.
0: But, you know, I thought he was just, um, you know, taking off his jacket and taking off his pants and like hanging them in the hangar. He just loved
1: partying so much, you know? You know, um, just,
0: but let's move past that. Let's move something. past that. Um, um, <laughs> pretty much the sequel to the last song on Enema of the State, Anthem. Anthem Part 2, I think is better than the first part. Regular Anthem. I think Anthem Part 2 is a great way to start off this album. It definitely shows that Blink is getting kind of, I guess, more like a mature sound. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a call-out, pretty much as like a lot of Blink's music is, especially this album. It's kind of a call-out to people, anyone who feels like outcast or like angsty you know just like being like it's a kid being good. a kid like wanting to like mm. be independent and stuff and I think Anthem Part 2 is a great way to like kind of like kick that off
1: and- it's kind of a thematic statement for what the rest of the album is going to be like I think I've, I I've brought this up before but this album is a great transition from the pure punk in Enema of the State into the untitled or I call oh, I call it two thousand three. Joe calls it untitled. Yeah, but but into the more emo style. I think that. So it's just
0: kind of a I middle think, ground yeah. between the two. I think there's a great bridge between the two albums because you definitely see the elements of Enema of the State. And then it perfectly kind of like ties in it's yeah, as Sean said, it's a middle ground between the next album. I think they do a great job of that. But anyway, a song that I am absolutely in love with. Sean overlooks this and it frustrates me quite a bit but online songs I think is one of Blink-182's most underrated and one of their best songs Mm -hmm. I really love it I feel like it's got like a ton of energy it's pretty short but I love this song and I will love this song and I keep coming back to this song and falling in love with it all over again so online songs one of my favorite on this album one of my favorite Blink songs Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, you got First. First Date, which is a classic. First Date's really good,
1: isn't it? We don't see. We got Happy Holidays, the Christmas, end Blink has a good track record with the holiday songs because Happy Holidays, you bastard, just a, it's 42 seconds. You look at the runtime yeah. like I'm doing right now. It's just a blast of energy. It's dumb. It's crass. It's explosive. It's what yeah. you need. And we'll get on to some of the Christmas songs. Why don't you go through the Christmas songs they have right now? They have, they have another. They have a. Uh, we'll get that, We'll get to that
0: that's in good. a quick bit. We'll get to that later, but Story but... of a Lonely Guy, um, I just want to give a special shout out because at Life first story. I really did not like it at all, um, and then I went back and I kept listening to it, and Story of a Lonely Guy actually is a very good song, I will say, that I overlooked, and I feel bad for overlooking it because it really is a good song, it's like, relatable. It's got a strong chorus, and I do think it is much better than I originally gave it credit for. The Rock Show, I don't know if Sean has anything to say about Story of a Lonely Guy. Uh,
1: no, The Rock Show is a song that like, where people really like, but I just never really could be into The
0: Rock Show is pretty much the first song that actually got me into Blink. Alright, alright. Um, Sean's brother being a little noisy over there. Yes, I'm sorry about that. But um, the rock show really got me into Blink. I heard it on the radio, like on the car ride home from somewhere. um, And it really, like, said, I knew of the band already. I knew, like, their hits. But this was a song that really made me say, I should listen to more of this band. And I did, and I fell in love with them. So the rock show always holds a special place in my heart. Um, Stay Together for the Kids, I'm not a huge fan of. I can see how people can relate to it though. Definitely, kind of the Adam song, of um, of "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." More serious.
1: I like this song a lot. Longer, four-minute runtime yeah. kind of song. And I'd like to point out that if you can't tell, I forget that Joe is originally from New Jersey until he goes, "You know this song is really huge." When says, "He says huge," and says so that it's huge. I just the New Jersey. What? The demon comes to the surface.
0: When did I say huge? You said huge. You say huge. Huge. Say huge.
1: You said huge. You don't really say the H.
0: You just say yeah. Huge. huge. No one says the H. Well, you want me to be like huge? Yes, I do. Huge. 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 All right, moving on. All right. Um, All right. <laughs> coaster is We're a song that I never really give credit for how good it is, but every time I listen to it, I love it. So, Roller Coaster is good, for sure. Reckless Abandon is pretty much, um, I'm not gonna lie, some of the lyrics are kind of stupid, but, um...
1: Yeah, the lyrics game is never Plank's strongest suit. Like, they can have some good lyrics, but sometimes they're just, like, rolling your eyes to the back of your screen. Yeah, like apple
0: juice in the hall, you know. But, um... Yeah. Reckless Abandon, I think, like, kids probably definitely connected to this at the time and still probably do, like, the angsty teens.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's about doing, like, a bunch of stupid shit, so I could see the appeal of that. I like it. Sean doesn't seem like the biggest fan.
1: No. Like, the, the latter half of these songs, I don't really like, like, that much, like, the other half. Like, like reckless abandon. Like every time I look for you, I
0: think it's yeah. I feel cool. like um, reckless abandon. To give me one good reason is kind of like the low point. I don't want to say low because I like these songs, but I would say kind of the low point. Give me one good reason. Um, is the lyrics are god awful. I just want to point that out, but I think it's 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 okay. It has its moments. It's yeah. got the drums are great because it's Travis, obviously. But um,
1: but as always. As always. yeah, the
0: lyrics are a rough ride. I like the way Tom sings in it though. But um, the last two songs I really like. Shut up, um, is Shut really up, good. Up. It's Love, got a great riff. Um, Mark,
1: Mark, I think is a more consistent singer yeah. than Tom, and I think he has a good like. He has a good angry.
0: You know Sean, um one, of these days, days that really one like... of these days we gotta do like yeah. who has the better songs overall, Tom or Mark, and we gotta like go through all of them, but
1: put in with put madden don't you sleep on that all, all right, right. right.
0: okay, but um, anyway, please take me home is also is something that was like a really like personal song for me. I related to this song a lot, yeah, um, and I think overall it's a good song, it's like. Bittersweet, I guess you could say. Um, Yeah. A scenario definitely that I could relate to, but I think it's a great closing track as well. Um, And it closes a great album. And this album is good. That's just a plain Uh, way to say it.
1: It's pretty good. I think we should move on to my favorite album and one of my favorite albums of all time. This is the 2003 untitled, self-titled. It's called Blink 182. It's, it's a, I just call it 2003. But it's a significant change because it's more, yeah. you know, more fitting with this style. It's a bit more, it's a lot more mature, I guess you could say, but it's a lot more, like, I think musically, they're at their height here. The instrumentation is great. The drumming is great. The lyrics are on point. The the just the singing itself is good. The quality is up, and it's just a relatable album. It's just got its best. It's just that best when it's here. But this is like I think of Blink. I think of this album. It also gives them their smiley face.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're they're classic the classic logo. Um. All right, but feeling this. Oh hmm, my it. I god! It is such a good opening track, and I'd say hands down. along with one other song which we'll get to in a bit but feeling this i love the instrumentation is amazing tom and tom and mark both sing it brings the energy like for sure i absolutely love this song and the ending if you don't know the song you have to listen just for like the last 30 Mm -hmm. seconds or whatever it is yeah it's, it's the great, chorus, great. Great chorus.
1: Great. I think it does a great way of like, yeah. kind
0: of capturing like the romantic feelings, of like love. And then like, also like the sexual feelings, obviously, but it does a great job of like blending yeah, them free. into one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mark came out and said that this was his favorite song. And I said, nah, let's not yeah. and then I listened to it again and again and again. And yeah. again, I said, yeah, I think this is the best song. Cause it, it's, it's a song that is, Hopeful, I know, actually, yes,
0: Sean. That's a perfect it, it, way to describe it. Out. The more I talk about it, the more it's, I remember how much I love it, this song, feeling this. Um, but anyway, obvious is also great. I think that's pretty underrated. Oh, wow. the chorus! I really I like obvious. It's kind of it, overshadowed you know by being right after feeling this. And then feeling here's it, yeah. the the, it's, the, it's, the song.
1: Wait, oh. Joe, I got one more thing to say about obvious. Uh, I'm halfway through the song. There's a guitar. I use my AirPods a lot, and you—it starts on the right side of your ear, and it riffles, so it sounds like it's going
2: yeah, back that riff your is head. great.
1: And then it goes into your left ear. It's amazing. Uh, also, great chorus. So we're talking about the definitive. Where are you?
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, come on, Joe, you gotta sing a, a bit of "I miss you." I miss you. Well, here, 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 Tom, like, here we go. Um, we go. I don't want to necessarily call it a meme. Hi, you. It is. It yeah. is. This... It's a good song. I forget how
1: good of a song it actually is because it's just so much of a.
0: It's I a good you, song, you... but um, three words. Yeah, three words is pretty much all you need to sum up this song, and that's. Where are you? <laughs> and there we'll move is. on from there. there it is. <laughs> it is yeah, that we'll is move on from up. there.
1: Vi- like violence, I just had this singing song. Uh, so, violence. Violence.
0: Is. Honestly Ball, yeah. one of my favorite songs yeah. on the
1: album.
0: I it's love it It's like in a battle it. You with can, doing this you the
1: can best turn song it
0: down the album it's very experimental this is where you really like really like, get experimental really we're through a lot on, on this song. album The Violence I think one of yeah. the most experimental songs but at the same time it ties back to like a classic like pop punk chorus Violence I really slept on but now it's one of my favorites Sean anything you want to say Yeah.
1: No, I'm just gonna go to the next song. Stockholm Syndrome Interlude does not matter. It is a piano, piano with someone I guess running a letter to a loved one. It's just a yeah, spoken word song. Like, it transitions into the absolutely amazing head rush. Hit my head into a wall. 40 no, times. um, hold on. Stock Before Syndrome. we move on,
0: Stockholm Syndrome Interlude. I feel like it is, it is, it is good. I think it serves its purpose well. Obviously, it's not like a super amazing song. But Stockholm Syndrome Interlude, I feel like it's a bit too long. Yeah, it's too long. It should have been like. But then it goes into Stockholm Syndrome, which is Sean said, in my like emo phase, I blasted this song. I remember, Sean, there were Uh, countless cross country bus rides. I remember at like the Manhattan meet, I was just like in the in the bus, and I Mm -hmm. had this song like blasting, and I'm just like, (laughs) yeah.
1: Joe, five minutes before a race, before we'd start to line up, I would play Stockholm Syndrome interlude and then all Stockholm yeah. Syndrome to get me hyped up because I would just stretch out listening to interlude, like I just roll out and do stuff like that, and then I just slap mm. my knees and slap my face and the, as, as the piano starts to fade Stockholm away. Stockholm Syndrome, Syndrome, and then Stockholm Syndrome, Syndrome, Syndrome? A, and I would just jump I would say,
0: down. is their. I would say, is their heaviest song.
1: It is, it is like. Whatever I talk to you about feeling this being frustrated and hopeful. Well lose the hope. Yeah. Stockholm
0: syndrome, like heart wrenching. It's like Yeah, definitely it's emotional, like very emotional, and as Blink like at their you could not tell this was Blink when it did two. If you listen to End of the State, if you listen to the early albums, if you listen to this song, you'd be like, Who the fuck is this? Okay, yeah, who are these
1: guys? Like but that's what I like about it, is it's so different. And Stockholm Syndrome, it's so, and the rest of the album is really experimental. Like, the best part of the song, I hate that it's the best part, because you can't really see it live, is when Mark goes in the second verse. They didn't hit them yelling in like a separate room, put the mic like in a different room. And it sounds amazing, because he's just kind of wrenching his heart out and he screams the part. And you can, he never does it live, he just sings it normally live. And I've seen so many performances, I haven't seen them live myself, but I've seen so many videos of them. And they just, he just sings it normally with sugs because it's probably my favorite part of it. It's my favorite, like, 30 seconds, of, one of my favorite 30 seconds of music, of music ever. And Wait, in Stockholm Syndrome? Where he's just...
0: Why don't I remember yeah. the part you're talking about?
1: He's, it's where it's... Wow, ooh, I don't remember where it's. Wow, I'm forgetting it. I've not listened to this song a little bit now. I'm oh, is it? I forget is what it is. it, oh,
0: I'm sick with that, yeah, like... I totally the messed action. up the lyrics, but yeah, no Where Stockholm syndrome. Before, like, Calvary. it gets super yeah. emo up in here, let's move on. But a great song I yes. haven't heard in a while. It might be due for a re-listen as well as this album. But down another, dare oh, I say, wow, another down. emo classic. Hear, maybe you can hear, but down. Yes,
1: yeah, and it, it's the first time you can hear. Travis speak is that really him
0: did we like confirm that yes that's him I researched that I confirmed it yeah it's him he goes damn Travis Barker he got an that's emo. Him. but down is so wait officially <laughs> wait this might be like the only one ever um yes us a...
1: no no he says a part. song a where yeah, on, on um,
0: Tom it's Mark him. and Travis all yeah all sing yeah I don't know no that's I gotta there be the might the be one other world.
1: one and I'm missing but
0: but all yes. Blink members play it, a part, a in really Down song. play a vocal part, and it's a great song. Uh, I remember I saw them live, and then the next day they like, played like an acoustic version of this. Um, and then the next day I was at like one of my brother's hockey games, and on like the the mic or whatever, they were like, playing music. It's like do 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 and I'm like Blink, what are you do? Let's go! I just saw them, but um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I accidentally started playing it, but that yeah.
1: you gonna get a um, CMCA
0: now, Joe. Yeah, down. On, oh my God, and uh, Tom's vocals in this I think are some of the best. But
1: yeah, great. good song, good
0: song. Yeah. And now we move on.
1: This, yeah, this. this yeah, I tell you one thing. Like this song, we talk about this album so much more than any of the other ones, is because I get a, every time I listen to the song, I get a clear picture of not only where I was when I listened to it and what I was doing. I was actually playing Resident Evil Two, remake when I was playing this, so it was a horror. Wh- I was playing a horror game. Listening to this album, and it fit the theme perfectly. The theme, but I also get a clear vision of the characters and the people and what I would imagine the situation surrounding the song is. But I get a vivid imagination of Stockholm Syndrome and Down and Go and Easy Part. I get such a great image of each song. And not so much for this next song, no, the okay, next um, one, just another. this like, is kind
0: of, I think the best way to put it is the postlude to down. Because the Fallen interlude, it's like it's very different. It might be like the most not blink song on the album, but I don't even know if you consider it a song. It's like, yeah. pick me up, I'm falling yeah. it's got down, down, down. But it's yeah. Travis Barker it's has like, a nice beat on that. Like Travis got a nice beat and Mars got does, a great yeah. bass line.
1: You know, that's a, now that you say that, I never really thought of it like that. I never thought... I always thought of it as, like, a prep for Go instead well, of... Well, they a, say like down, down, down,
0: down.
1: down you
0: know, Yeah, on. I never really thought about that. Because Stockholm Syndrome was
1: obviously yeah. a lead-in to Stockholm Syndrome. That's what interludes... I always imagine... But yeah, um, but really but I'm yeah Go... Down. Let's move on, on to like next the next song because it's not
0: really down. worth talking about. The oh,
1: I don't like the chorus on Go. But I love Tom on the song. The idea of like take a photo. God. Not only is that but the, the photograph, the second verse when he goes, take a photo. she's the flower that she I put on my casket. Take a photo, the memory's fleeting. When last book as the last train is leading, like that line or, that like on a couple. Wait, of the part. flower that I put follow? on my
0: casket? Is that go or, go, go or is that something else?
1: That's go. That's go. No, that's not go. <clears> no, that's
0: Oh yeah, using the audience. My bad. Anyway, Easy talk. I oh, skipped yeah. this song. Go is a great song.
1: Go. Oh my god, yes, go. I love go. Never mind. I, I love go. I love go's chorus. It gives me a distinct image because of the target where he talks about getting his car, but he can't start it. Of um, frantically, I get a perfect image of the yeah. situation, like that he describes in it. The talks where he talks about like how like why a lot of the good people like yeah. always end up last. Yeah. all the win. It's just a defeated song. It, it's not a, a triumphant like banger, like energy track, like Anima. It's a defeated last. Yeah. Song. Um. But
0: okay. And, and I it, so much about I'm trying to remember. The Wait. Trans- let me listen. Series. I'm pretty sure Go like in some shape or form transitions into Asthenia. I'm gonna check right now. I don't remember. <laughs> Turn that down. Get it away
1: from me. What? The
0: Hold on. We're waiting on it. We're waiting on it. Oh, yeah, it does. It, like, slightly yeah, transitions. Is... Asthenia? Slightly. Yeah, the, the intro is too long, long but besides that, long. I think it's a pretty good song.
2: I, feel loud,
0: I mean, tired. I don't love John it, but that. I think it's definitely kind of returned to that. somewhat normalcy, besides, like, that experimental uh, intro. I love should I go love away? the chorus. Um. And speaking of a classic, yeah, I feel I like blink ish song, always, I think I reviewed this album.
1: Always the song. Yeah, I think we talked about this before. In our, yeah, our, no, our, um, I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure. Is that this song is like a great song? I really like it. It gets stuck in my head all the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I never have the energy to actually. Yeah, Sean listen to put it, it best. Like, it's <laughs> always
0: stuck in your head, but you never actually listen to it. But um, always as I said, I oh yeah, I think I said um like the the always, best like, emoji to describe this song is, and then like the puppy eyes emoji. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but um, yeah,
1: bro, yeah. damn,
0: and as I said in my thing. I'm gonna stop talking about this song before I start crying. Cause I did. I reviewed this album actually. It was quite a good review, but I think I deleted it. But um, uh, oh, yeah. it's got a great yeah, like good. opening bass line. I oh no, Travis comes in with like <laughs> like the drum thing, and then yeah, um, the Mark bass has bass a drops great. a great bass riff. Um, and Tom actually, brings great vocals. Um, but easy target.
1: This is the part I find about with the cast. This, this I love. I don't like the chorus as much. Um, it doesn't strike me. It's Just I don't like it as much. I definitely think um easy
0: target. Good. Um, is also not a blink song. I mean, obviously it is, but like a lot of the other songs of this album, like I was talking about, yeah. like Stockholm Syndrome. But easy target is definitely. I feel like heavier, less like pop punk, and more experimental. Sean, uh do you have anything else to say about it?
1: Mm-hmm. Not really. All I'm gonna say is all of this is a song that has yeah. an amazing chorus. So I love um, the chorus it's seared into my brain. Features, <sighs> feature, feature, okay yeah. No easy
0: target. Um, transitions song. into all of this, which is super cool. Um, but so all of this mm-hmm. here's a yeah. song. Let me talk about this. I fucking hated this song. Like, with a passion.
1: Vince, go ahead. I, I hated this, this song chorus, with a passion. Love, I'm like, who the fuck is this Robert
0: Smith so Head ass. But, um, and then I, one day the song just like became stuck in my head. And I'm like, this song is stuck in my head. Um, And I listened to it and I'm like, this song is just not bad. And now I actually really like this song.
1: Yeah, and I it's...
0: keep coming back to it. And I'm like, this song is yeah, not bad it's... at all. But mm, the feature is questionable, as Sean said. Yeah. But the chorus is on point.
1: Yeah, it, it reminds me so much of. I'll talk about right. it. it me, oh no, I'll talk about it later. Oh, no, it's fine. It's. It reminds me of Cat Like Thief off of uh, the solo project, on um, Boxcar Racer. It's a feature that's all right, a weird nasally voice, but has an amazing. Yeah, it has an amazing chorus and verse. Like Tom is so strong on this song. And same thing with Catalyc Thief but the features kind of like iffy at times. That's just my thought. Here's your letter.
0: Yeah, I think um, Here's Your songs Letter songs is kind of definitely return to um classic Blink. Until <sighs> Sean yeah. knows my feelings about this next song. I'm
1: yeah. lost without you. Mm. It's too long, dude. Who's decided that they're gonna close oh the song on a six minute song? The only song that I don't absolutely love off. I'll-
0: I'm lost without you, Um, here's your letter, it actually has a pretty cool transition into this. It sounds like it has, like, promise, I respect, like, the experimental, um, aspects of it, but I don't like this song, like, I really don't, I've given it chances multiple times. I mean, I guess it's not awful, but I'm not a huge fan of this song. I think it ends a great album on a not-great-at-all note, which... kind of sucks
1: yeah next we're going to talk about a little bit of history with Blink so after this Blink kind of went on a It. so you have Tom and went to create Boxcar Racer which put out the album Boxcar Racer which is a punk classic it is so amazing I love it it also has Travis Barker on drums it's such a good album it's so good and Mark Hopkins went off and created Plus 44, again with Travis Barker on drums. Another amazing album, put out the album, When Your Heart stops Beating. Another amazing album that I got to get you to listen to. All the amazing albums, if you love 2003 as much as I did, Fox Car Racer, the album is like a continuation of that style of music and it's so good. And, but you have some big personal things They kind of started shifting apart Tom started going to Angels and Airwaves. You have the infamous plane crash yeah. in 2008 with Travis Barker being in a plane Parker's crash and getting like started to rerun something down his body. So he was out of commission for a while. Yeah, Terrible accident. It, I'm I sure like, he is But somehow he still, to this day, makes amazing music. He's always working. He's always putting out amazing things. He accepts so many good music every year. He is a workhorse
0: mm-hmm. that
1: pops up the genre that we love.
0: So yeah, um. And then Blink's movie. return but to music meantime, was 2011's Neighborhoods.
1: 2011 is. I listened only to the deluxe version of this because it's the only version on Spotify, and I can say that is a weird album. I don't understand yeah. this album right. one bit. It is so weird because it's as it kind of the story goes. Tom insisted that they wouldn't be in the same room recording yeah. it, which is an awful way to make music. If you're a band that relies on instruments and feeling the vibe and feeling the room, like we, Joe and I both play mm-hmm. instruments, we play in a band, like uh, not only in school, but kind of after it, you have to be in the room, I feel, mm-hmm. to truly make music if you're playing so... together as an ensemble. And this album, they all they all played in different rooms, and it came out and people like generally thought it was okay. Joe hasn't really listened to it, but I have. I've listened it twice now, and it's kind of it's it's not my least favorite album. I probably put the early ones on it, but it's definitely out of the time when I see I actually think a blink. It's probably their yeah. List. It's
0: just I mean, I've listened so to a few songs. I've given it multiple chances, but okay. Um, mm-hmm. if you're like a huge fan of neighborhoods, I'm sorry. I think we're just gonna move yeah, on. Again, dude. Huge. Okay. Okay.
1: I, I, I want to cover a few tracks on here. Actually, uh, "Ghost on the Dance Floor" is good. You got you start in getting into Old Man Tom and Old Man Mark. I'm not say they're old; they're forties, not old. But I mean that they're that. This is when their voices. Well, I mean, it's been like eight. seven years and since their
0: last Blink. I
1: kind of like. Eight years. Blast out! Yeah, exactly. And I kind of like Tom's older voice, but sometimes he sounds like a parody of himself. It sounds like. His normal Californian accent his weird Californian accent. And it sounds like that. But if someone was doing, if Joe or I was doing an impression of it, and then sort of song A, and sometimes it sounds like that. Mark's vocals don't really change that much. I still think he's amazing to this day. And Travis never aged yeah. a cyborg since From Another Planet to follow Joseph to and make music. So he's great as always. But this song, I mean, the Ghost in the Dance was, floor, um, i show you like that song, right? It's
0: decent. Did you know I did listen to a few songs. Natives was actually not bad. Uh, Ghost in the Dance War was okay.
1: Was Up All Night is one of my favorite. Yeah. Up All Night is probably might be my favorite. I really like this song. It's got a good message because it's kind of like it keeps some of the I think I will,
0: like, give this album a proper yeah. listen instead of just, like, skipping over a few songs. I will probably have to I think this. you should. But This has been, a like Jesus, it's been almost 49 I like minutes. I hope tracks. everyone's still listening if anyone actually gets it's to hear this. Yeah, no, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, bear with us. Either. It's our first <laughs> ever episode. <laughs> so hopefully you guys stick around, and hopefully we keep making more. We ramble. We love Blink so much.
1: We will, uh talking about them forever uh hearts all gone has become an actual sleeper hit in the last like week before we recorded this i started listening to it again uh i listened to this album again on the heart on the drive down to my grandma's house for christmas and hearts all gone stuck out to me like i said there's no sometimes you hear a mark song or travis or no, i'm sorry a Mark or a Tom song or mad song and as a blank fan we love pointing out to other people in the car when we listen to it but who is singing on the song currently? Oh, this is the Tom song, this is the Mark song, this Matt song. There is only, and sometimes they sing on both. When they, when two or more of the co-vocalists sing, it, it comes together really well. Because of the recorded situation, there are literally most of the strong songs themselves, were just Mark yeah. or just Tom, and they kind of fall flat. But Mark carries a good amount of hearts, of Hearts All Gone with a great chorus. And it has some decent stuff on it. It's got like "Love and Dangerous" is alright, and yeah. All right,
0: cool. you ready? to Move on.
1: Yeah, but overall, it's an alright album. And if you're going through a blink, like tireless, and it's not like it's hard, definitely not essential. But it's not. It's not perfect. Okay. No, not really. And next we have the final thing with yeah. final thing to put out of music with Tom along. And that is the EP "Dog Eating Dogs," which is yeah. makes me so angry. that This is the last thing they did, because it is very, very good. And it, it yeah, was, that's a great way of putting it, Should on. have been a what neighborhood should have of been legacy, and it's this uh, yeah, great. When cool. I was young, I had. You know, when I was young, it's so good. It is a the sculpture of back at past life, and when you get to a certain age, if you're still making the similar music, if you're still making pop punk into your 30s, into your 40s. You need to shift to your age. And I think this album does it perfectly. It's just about EP, my
0: bad. <laughs> I, yeah, think I think When I Was Young, Was Young I Was is Was definitely the Young highlight of this EP. Great chorus. Um, Dogs Eating Dogs and Disaster High, yes. are both good. Probably above average songs. Um, Boxing good, Day is good. Maybe. I know Sean really likes Boxing Day.
1: Boxing Day. Boxing Day is my second. I love Boxing Day. Because I like the lyrics, I think Tom's really good on this one, but I think the best part about it is the feeling it gives me. It's because the idea of that boxing day, as you know, is the day after Christmas. So the idea of this, this relationship just completely falling apart on the day after Christmas it gives me a feeling of that, like, mm-hmm. hmm, on Christmas Day, it's supposed to be the happiest days of the year. Your relationships is you know it's going you know it's failing and it's just a little bit more let's just get past christmas and then the day after it falls to pieces
0: yeah not at all it's a
1: feeling no, it's not a great feeling but it's a really interesting not a great feeling at all but it's a great um great thing to put write a write song about and the final track you know yeah, really pretty little girl
0: would be, one, be okay if we are waiting for like the rap yeah no but overall I think the yeah, dogs, they, and dogs they, they was fitting and had mostly Tom which I would normally um be like hey give us some more Mark but I think are we, are we it's his more? last like hurrah this is and I last. think everyone kind of like assumed right. it um and wasn't really surprised when he left the second time but it was kind of Mark's or, shit um it was kind of Tom's like last hurrah and I think it was kind of a nice tribute and then New guy came in, masky, but don't get me wrong. All
1: right, well, let's get let's one last one last
0: thing. Joe, uh, do you he, he went to Angels and Angels Airways? I've like not and really Airways? listened to, um, yeah, I've, I've heard like a so few of their songs. I'm like I I not a huge fan. It. Tom was <laughs> young, Tom was just so much more lovable. I hate to say it, yeah. Yeah, I hate to
1: say it too. And then after that, Tom left and is replaced by the same co-vocalist, Malachi Trio, another band I really like. Matthew Thomas Schema comes in next for it. And if you can't tell me the fact that I just said his full name, I love
0: Matt. All right, buddy. Okay,
1: okay. Controversial statement from Sean. All right, Matt, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out here. Matt not only deserves to be in the band, but he is an integral member now. I think he is just so good at what he does. He can sing loud, he can sing angry, he can sing high, he can sing ballads, he can sing acoustic, he can scream, he can do it all. And Tom doesn't have that versatility anymore. If Tom stayed in the band, they would be making more neighborhoods. They would be making more, and I know some people hate the direction it goes in. because California is produced by Goldfinger lead singer, another band I like, Goldfinger, uh, John Feldman. John Philman is a massive rock producer. And his production is very, very clean. He's very accurate. He's very
0: precise. All right, he's so don't get me wrong. Um, some of the things I, I say might sound like I hate Matt Skiba. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate Matt. I like Matt. Obviously, he's a member of one of my favorite bands. I like Matt. I was screaming out, let's go, Matt, while um they were playing live when he was singing. I was like, let's go, man. Um, I still love the man, but uh-huh. yeah. Um, it's hard to replace such like a pop punk yeah. legend as Tom DeLonge was. I think like, yes, honestly, he does his part, but I just feel like it's a different band. Like, I still like the band. Obviously, I still love the band, but I feel like I'm listening to two different bands. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, and that, that can work for some people. It works for me.
0: Don't get me wrong. I, I still think top. Matt does play his part, <laughs> but I'm a bit salty that he's not Tom, or not young Tom.
1: Yeah. Next up, so let's just kind of go through this quickly because I'm going to go through the deluxe edition, an album I love. It is an hour and 20 minutes, the deluxe edition. It's about 28 songs. I love a lot of them. And it's got a great feel because the first part yeah. of it is a summer Um Like spectacle, it is poppy, it is fast, it is filled with the. I listened, I first listened to Deluxe in Ocean City, New Jersey, on the beach, and I can't think of a better place to listen to it. And the second half of it, when they get to the deluxe songs, there's twelve deluxe songs. It's another album, pretty much thrown onto it, and it's a lot more sad, it's a bit more somber, and it's a bit more introspective, and it's got a great clash of. Uh, juxtaposition with the first part of the album, so let's just quickly go through
0: some of these. All right, um, it. so California, yeah, say, yeah. I um, I like cynical, is amazing, it is such a good opening track. I love
1: cynical, um,
0: is a blast yeah, mass keeper goes high. Um, I mass think keeper goes
1: it. high a lot of the times, yeah, he goes high, and I love when keeper goes high. And um. He goes, he so I think
0: pretty one. much the whole like first six songs on this album are like very good, above average. Um, sober might be one of the yeah, best on Lord the album. Bored to death it's is obviously great. Build this pool. Yeah, sober is great. Is a joke it's song, but it's a very appropriate. It's a joke good song. Joke it's
1: 16 minutes, song. seconds where it, it's funny. I like the joke songs. There's actually three joke songs on this album. Or the third time, they lose their novelty a bit, um, but I still think it's pretty
0: fun. But uh, I mean, it's probably so the worst out of the first right. six, but I still think it's a it, good song. Like, yeah, Los Angeles possibly. is pretty experimental, yeah, but no I really like a, Los Angeles. Los actually. Angeles, is
1: good, yeah. No, no future. No Future and What's Your uh, one? No Future
0: and What Oh Left Alone those two songs are mm, Okay okay oh, I respect your opinion but very, uh, very No Future good. and Left uh, Alone no are probably good. my least favorites I mean they they're, they're not oh, like dude, bad you but I see you Okay but excited. tracks 8 and 9 Home is such a lonely place Oh my god my nose I'm sorry um Home is such a lonely place and these Kings of the Weekend I see, yeah, really I enjoy Home is such a lonely place. I like completely overlooked and I look back. You know those... and I love this song. And Kings of the Weekend is also yes. really good.
1: Matt. Yeah. The thing that I love about this is that they like, give Matt some time to breathe where he just sings high and he has these amazing little lyrics and little moments that I just love. Like on Kings of the Weekend, have you ever seen that meme with a guy, like some little grubby looking guy sitting in the chair and looking at the TV and says, like, I'm not sure. Just like me. Have you seen that meme before, Jim? So and so when some so sometimes Matt was saying things I'm like, that's me. Like in Kings of the Weekend where he talks about how he feels after an entire week he feels like his head's gonna fall off his neck. Like I just go like yes into my veins. And yeah. I have to touch out home is a lonely place. Great song. They they sing when the drums come in and they both sing at the same time. Yeah. Teenage satellites. Teenage satellites is really like the song. I, think I mean, I think really teenage satellites is course. good,
0: but not like outstanding. Um, left alone, I'm not a huge fan of. I don't know if you wanna put anything. I love
1: this song. I just think they. I just think it sounds good. It's got a great mix of. It's poppy, like a lot of it does. but I think. Uh, again, no, I think left, left basketball, a, basketball, Honestly,
0: left alone is. Besides. I mean, I think if I gave it a chance and listened to it more. Would like it probably more, but it's just not my favorite, and I think I could do without like giving it a bunch of re The Rabbit Hole, um, is okay, kind of the same I with Left Alone. Right. San Diego, yeah, yeah. San- I know Sean loves yeah. it. I have like mixed feelings about I it. Love, Let me just give love, a quick love anecdote love San about San Diego. So I was on Twitter, Go ahead. um, yeah, and uh, Tom DeLong himself tweeted. I can't sleep. In the comments, everyone did the obvious choice. Everyone was like, I cannot dream tonight. I cannot dream tonight. Everyone like gave out that line in the comments. It was the obvious choice. Yeah. And then this headass, this mis- dumbass on Twitter um, decided to say, because what if I dream of going back to San Diego? And then... I the immediate the first thing I thought I commented. Yes, he just King. didn't write that song though. Like Tom was not even included in the making of that song. He didn't. He just puts a comment. And I'm just like I commented. And I'm like, bro, he didn't even write that song though. I got a lot of likes. It was pretty cool.
1: Joe, because you dissing this album, you got likes off that. Like San Diego is best because the second verse where Skiba goes high. And a lot of the production cuts out, and he just goes. I forget he talks about like how like thought about my secrets. I think he talks about he closes it with like a and a secret in the blood, how it closed to the ocean blue. I gotta look up the exact lyrics of this song. My bad. but I really like that song. Like I like Keyboard's voice so much. Like I really like it, and the way he, the way he goes high, the way he sounds. It just um conflicts with me. The so only much.
0: thing that matters.
1: I yeah. it. And he
0: goes,
1: Yeah, I never did. He says, your, fe- your secrets filled my ears. I never want to know how TVs cuts on you go. And like a river, they flow with the ocean blue. And this all song. Right.
0: Yeah, San Diego it's, is different. it's all right. It's definitely not my favorite. But the only thing that matters is under two minutes, I think. It's a banger. It's a banger. It is. Yeah, um, one minute, 57 seconds it is it's good it's, it's, it's paced. really it's like not cable, my it's favorite actually, I think it falls kind of in the middle of hey, the album in the terms of my favorite songs but it's good there's nothing wrong with it it's just not yeah. like outstanding yeah I agree California the title track Sean yeah See California, California mm, it might oh, be right. my least favorite on the album I don't like this one that much
1: um it's... it might be too of the bass album and next we have Bohemian Rhapsody which is a joke yeah. song 30 seconds but it has the best riff on um, the album.
0: <laughs> it is such. A I good think riff, it's definitely like so a good well. capper so good. to the original it album, had... and then we get into the deluxe edition. I think it's funny, which I am not like super familiar with, but Hard. there are some these... bangers on deluxe edition. Oh my god, I love it!
1: Parking lot is great. Another another great Skeba verse. Skeba just dropped these verses. I love them for it, and I love the, the verse on this. Parking lot is great. I probably misery. Misery's pretty good. It's another one of like I said, this out part of the album is a bit sadder, a bit more introspective. Just
0: when talking about how misery is. not I would say um, anymore. on and the deluxe version, honestly, now that I look at these songs, um, mm-hmm. some of them I've overlooked and are actually very good. I think some of my favorites off of deluxe are, uh, Good yeah. Old Days, Last Train Home is really good. Um And the then Bottom of the
1: Ocean. Yes. i Home is another great... Like, it's a good showcase of their singing ability. Yeah, I'll, go for, I'll just go through them quickly I don't know if you can know them much. Oh, Good Old Days is pretty good. Don't Mean Anything is another great... Like, like I said, it's a lot more introspective. And they sing, both Matt and Mark sing. And I think it's kind of... I think this is the best thing is it shows off their singing ability. Because I, I think that not all of our punk, pop-punk bands have a singer that's, like, actually really good at singing like they're good for their genre but they're not good at those but I think that Blink singing wise holds up hey I'm sorry is another good one another good match. like Matt really is highlighted on this and that's why I love it so much and that's probably why a lot of fans I do feel
0: like a lot of Blink fans were like kind of the same as me like salty that it wasn't Tom
1: yeah I mean I think it's all the Tom comments that every song that Blink's released since this album has all been where's Tom? why Tom? Bring it back. Like I think that if you brought Tom back, not only was does he not want to do it, he doesn't he feels like he's run his course, which I think he's kinda of right. In some ways like, when Liguine has run their course. I think they hit it on the head with two thousand three, combined with Edinburgh. I think they've kind of run the course.
0: Yeah, they're still making and, good music.
1: But at the same time I love Um, music. so you wanna move on so to the their the latest 20.
0: album? All right.
1: I'll, I'll just go through the last two of these songs. There's still a few more. It's, like I said, it's 12 extra songs. Last Play Home, Joe I like and it. I, both agree, is really good. Wildfire is a bit more experimental. It's got a dueling, an end of it where they're doing dueling, like uh, verses or lines, whatever. It both sound pretty good. 6-8, as the song applies, is written in 6-8. On time signature, I don't like playing it that much. But it's a bit more experimental. It's got like Matt screaming in the background kind of quietly. You can't really hear him as much, but I, I think Long Lost Feeling has a great ending with their man, more yeah. uh, no, both saying, yeah, No, I think on the, so the deluxe the
0: edition, like on the deluxe I part of it, it, there are some like underrated songs. I can definitely see yeah why they like didn't make the final cut, but I like definitely a lot of these songs. I do now looking yeah. back over it. I should probably re-listen. Yeah,
1: and then next. Maybe we just really listen to the, yeah. the extracts. tracks. Bottom of the ocean is you another know, Joe and I both agree is really good. It's got a good. It, sometimes the thing I don't like about some of these albums, the thing I like fixate for certain things, certain moments in it, is that on um, this California and um, the nine. Uh, sometimes they use drum machines, yeah. which is a complete. But Sean, who do today. you Every think one is, one is like? Is alive playing on I music. guess like
0: putting those and together, putting those machines. beats together. He? Are you sure?
1: Feldman this. I mean I, w- I would imagine I, w- I would I know Travis does like I um, like does rap songs he plays the are you the sure the that Feldman's playing together because I thought like, like
0: Travis was but like at the same
1: time he's the head
0: producer Travis right, does
1: right. play it but Feldman like has final Story I kind of like
0: some of like the new like Feldman. drum machine stuff That's that that. Playing, I mean, I've listened like,
1: interviews with Feldman. That's
0: like it yeah you do have an amazing drummer in Travis Barker but he's good at, like, either. making beats, too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Next up, Can't Get You More Pregnant. Another joke song. Yeah, I don't this really think it's that good. Because it doesn't end the album. And it's not the beginning. It, it's kind of it's kind of worn its welcome. I really love.
0: like the acoustic version. Uh, and
1: finally, Bored to Death Acoustic, which is very good. Matt Skiba sounds great on this. I really like the acoustic version. and Ending this album up with a, it kind of makes me think of what would happen if they released this the deluxe parts. As yeah, they should, if they
0: had there, enough, critically like two albums, they should have just released like two discussion. albums.
1: Yeah, and just a final thoughts on California. I love it. I think California Deluxe is one of my I favorite I like it, yeah. It's, it's a long, good like summer
0: car every ride. i car a
1: car for over an hour and 20 minutes over the one time. I throw it on. It also I, has amazing Yeah, no. Art. Final I thoughts on California, I really, color really color. Like I
0: really do like that. it. As... Yeah, no, I like it. So, yeah.
1: So this is gone for over an hour now. All right.
0: So let's nine
1: kind of up three, four. All right, so nine is the most recent album and was the album that really got me into it. So to put it into perspective, one time I was going to quite country presents, I hop up in Joe's car and the song Dark Side was playing off this album. And I just liked it. It got stuck in my head so much that I listened to this album. It's actually the first blink album I ever listened to all the way through. And it got me into not only just blink, but like the entire genre of um pop-up rock. Like I listened to whatever random tracks I listened to growing up before this. But when I got into my titles, you can look down my likes post on Spotify and see in September 2019 and just see the entire yeah, shit. Yeah, it was the
0: fateful car ride. Joke, Cross country. Yeah. Um I think the first time is a great opening track. It might be the best now. Well, energy.
1: It has it it's I love like I said, I probably sound like a broken record, but I love "Massive" on this uh where he just goes. It's kind of like frantic in a way that you no know, where to play song really is. It's crazy, and it's weird. And
0: I'm just gonna funny. go ahead and say the first time is the best in the album. Followed by I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Sean, I think really? it's the best in the album. I'm not no, saying well, that it, it doesn't have other time, good songs but I think the, the best first time. Album. Is best. I love um album. Happy Days though. Um I probably my least favorite. I have to be in the
1: mood. I have to be in the mood.
0: Yeah, happy days is definitely like, not my favorite. Heaven though is a banger that I've overlooked. It's probably my least favorite.
1: Heaven Yeah. Heaven Heaven is really good. The thing about this album is that while like sonically like the music itself wise, it's strong and it's it's pretty poppy and pretty light. Lyrically and conceptually, it's probably one of the turkey spike albums. Like, for example, Heaven is about the uh, thousand oak shooting that happened near um, Mark Hobbes' house. Where the gun went, went to a bar like opened fire in it, killing a bunch of people. Yeah. And it, it's kind of a, you, you can get it from the chorus where he talks about angels over the bars, shots ring it out and stuff like that. So heaven has a great uh, like another green forest but even at the end where he kind of goes high. It has the drum roll kind of going underneath it. Into the yeah, Heaven's definitely course. a good a one. Album. Dark Side.
0: Um, yeah, a lot of people didn't like uh, it. It is a special place to my heart. I, a lot, lot of people that like, got did not like Dark Side. Song. I was not okay. one of those people. I thought it was a good song. Um, because yeah, uh, What was the two big singles off this
1: album? I know... I, I know uh, I, I really know, wish I hated uh, you. Blame it on my youth was one. Yeah. Yeah, I really
0: wish no, Blame it on my youth single.
1: Was, was the first one. Was the first big
0: single. The singles I, were Blame it on my youth, school. Dark Side, Generational Divide, I Really Wish I Hated yeah. You, and Happy Days. Five, yeah.
1: Happy Days. That's a lot of singles. They need to cut it down to one or two. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, I think going to this album, if you're a Blink fan and you didn't like California,
0: I think yeah, you know, um, like definitely
1: California in some respects.
0: I am not gonna like go through and decide which album I like better, California or Nine. They are like f- surprisingly different.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah,
1: I think so. um, okay, blame
0: it on my youth, like on as episode. Sean said, and I kind of feel the same. Yeah. Like, at first, I don't I think we both are oh, like, God. What the hell is this? But then, as we kept listening to it,
1: we actually started song, to like it. I think
0: Sean probably likes it now more than I do. Yeah,
1: I, I like it more now, like, yeah. I think as a lead single. It was the wrong choice to put out it was the very first one. Because people are like, What is this it's garbage? It's poppy. It's melodra. It's like very sappy. And but I love the chorus in the end. Like I like I hate it the for yeah. some reason. Like, I mean I wanna skip it. Like I could I hate it. It's just really
0: I do think it's
1: the album. But like now, really it's like it.
0: for the album and, it's like kind of middle ground, but I think it's pretty good. It's definitely something they haven't done before.
1: Yeah, it transitions into the most punk song on the album, though. That's the thing. It does transition. Into, it's, it kind of sets you up for, like, um, first I listened to it, I hadn't heard any of the singles. Yeah. So it's Generational kind of like Divide song song is, is totally definitely strategically, strategically the placed right after
0: this song for pretty obvious reasons. It says, is it better now? Are we better now? Because, like, everyone's, like, mm. being, like, you got to, like, sell out or whatever. Yeah. And they exactly. wanted to do, like, what everyone else was doing.
1: It's a great response to the fans, yeah. I think like another good response to the fans, I like Skiba himself, is off the banger of the 2018 album, <sighs> uh Trio, this thing cursed. Maybe we'll talk about that, probably not, because you don't like that album, I love that album. But like on the song, Throw Me To The Lions, Skiba pretty much on the chorus talks about what it felt like to be in the band, just like as the title implies, it's talking about throwing them to the Lions, you know, with defenseless, you know, but I think can provide emphasizes how they're feeling about making something how they're feeling
0: about this. Uh, wait Runaway yeah, what do you think of Runaway YouTube? I actually am yeah. not sure I really know your suit I think it's pretty good worst opening line yeah it's ever. really a shame because I Runaway, Runaway I really like that. actually I think it's got a great chorus probably one of the best choruses on the album yeah I like Runaway but the lyrics are very questionable
1: yeah it's a good chorus my head, oh. like the verses, like my head, or my head is in my hands when right? when the song starts. Leave me in the sun, I'm
0: melting in the hospital. Melting Give like a popsicle, sleep. that's just I'm awful. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh. still though, don't let Give those lyrics overshadow the, the, the fact tired. that it's quite Black rain. good song actually. Black yeah, rain, I never really liked, but looking, yeah, looking back. I looking back, song. I actually do like Black love Rain. It. I think it's really kinda Skiba's song. That's like mostly just him doing his thing.
1: It is a Skiba song.
0: Yeah. I
1: wish that the I wish that they took out the drums from the chorus. The first time cor- the first time the song goes into the chorus. I think that's the best part of the yeah. song where it's just Skiba singing under a pretty minimalistic production. And I think like I don't. It doesn't really. It, if you know the story behind it, it's supposed to be about like from the perspective of someone who was sexually abused yeah. by the Catholic Church, and then they're trying to cover it up or move the truth to it away. That's what the song's about. It's really dark. It's really dark, and you can kind of get it when we talks about how they left no on his door, how he's falling apart. Nothing's left but black rain. You know, it's really like once you know the song's message, it's kind of you. You, no, you like, really get it. No, Eddard Black Rain, really though, well. like, final what thoughts, it
0: really did grow on me. Now I actually do like it. I did not know about that. That's dark.
1: Really did you know about that? Did you know about it originally? Go listen to the when you're done with
0: right. this. I really wish I hated you personally. I don't it. like it. I'm just going to so, flat out say it. you know, I... Yeah, I didn't like I it. Really I really don't. Like the first time I, I, like, it, I don't like it. It's a like shame, because, it. like, it's, like, like a, it a relatable song, I like but I don't like it, so... That's just all I have to say about it. Yeah. Hinder Grenade is good. Grenade If you are like, a music course, nerd, not like me... One of the best chords, It's yeah. very similar sounding to Darkseid. Like, precisely. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like yeah. 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 I
1: think I think I heard Joe... Is, and I differ is that Joe has an ear for music that I only wish I had. He has an ear for production and like he understands, like he plays tons of instruments. He understands music theory in a way I never can. Like I'm a very basic drummer. I'm a drummer in the basic sense. So like I'll know it's a good drum part or not. And I, the only thing that bugs me some songs is when I hear a fill that could be there nope. and it's not there. But something like that I kind of get. But Joe understands songs a lot more than I do and music and how it's made and how it's, how it should sound and word progression, stuff like that, that I don't. And so you pick up on something like that. But in my eyes, Pin the Grenade's got a great. It, it's kind of like, in the it's album's kind of depressing. The idea of like, Pin the Grenade is like, even if you don't yeah, like yeah. me or love me, just say it, because it'll make me feel better. It's kind of sad, but it's kind of. It's still pop. It's delivered in a pop, like, exciting way.
0: I do think kind of Pin the Grenade is a good song, even though it so, is. Like, a lot and like ridiculously similar to Dark Side in many ways, but I that doesn't stop me from thinking it's a very good song. Yeah. No heart to speak of, Sean. I know you love that song because it is Matt Skiba pretty much Dude, like by, on his own on that I song.
1: Love just belting it out, Matt. 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 Um. Fun fact: the first time I listened to this album,
0: mm, I didn't you know can't...
1: that there was two singers. I thought it was the same guy putting on
0: voices no but um that's okay
1: <laughs> I'm an idiot I know but this song this song is Skiba's screaming I and he's very good at it I mean this is the Feldman production stamp of approval that either love or hate and I love and like I said like if you don't like Matt Skiba and Blink listen to this song if you still don't like it you're on sale dude if you were questionable and you like it... No, so this definitely, like... Gonna, this like,
0: song definitely, you know, please like, proved to not. me that Skiba was, like, not really deserving of all, like, the complaints, I guess.
1: Yeah, like, I don't understand the complaints. Like, I like, seriously... They're literally... Most of them are focused on the fact that he's not... Yeah, but...
0: Um, no, I definitely you know, think No Hard to Speak obvious. of is... Just raw, like, emotion. If it wasn't Skiba singing, I don't think it would have the same effect. Like, I love Mark, but Skiba really makes this song, and I think it's his best song to date.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like, I think that you look at his song, you look at this album, and I wonder what happened if Tom came back yeah. and played this, and played Skiba's parts. And I don't know if it would be the same. Because, like I said before, like, I don't think Tom in his current age and his current style of how he wants to do music will fit yeah. this album. Not just not the music can't change it to make it different, but like I don't think yeah. he would um, with Blink. I don't think he's
0: um okay, Sean. Like,
1: as a singer, he's kind of
0: limited. Ransom, I just want to say, I still yeah. love that song. I was listening to it um at yeah. lunch. This was the day I was going to the concert because I went to see them. Um the day nine was released, so I like listened to it during the day to like get me hyped for the concert and then I went to see them. But I was at lunch, it was like a Friday. I was listening to the album, yeah. Ransom came on. I was just chilling, I was vibing, I had like my head down at the table, I was like getting a bit emo, you know, getting in the zone, mm-hmm. vibing. And then it's like it just scared the uh, shit yeah. out of me. And I'm like, Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then that that's all that had that, that's all that had to happen for me to fall in love yeah. with the song. Yeah,
1: ransom is a great I back before I had Spotify Premium, so don't know if it says ads or if you listen to the album it'll be out of order. So I hated that. So I listen yeah. to them on YouTube in a car ride, right? Like I have to go to YouTube playlist and listen to them in order. And
0: oh did you like three
1: comments? It's pretty obvious right now. So as the song's starting, as the song's starting, as the three, I look in the comments for a second, and one of the top comments is well, Travis obviously ate his Wheaties this morning when he recorded. Nah, and I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, though, no, Ransom what is. And then, like, a minute in That's
0: great. That just makes a yeah, whole. I mean, that might be. That's definitely one of the best moments on the album. He definitely. If you Wheaties. don't know what we're talking about, then just go listen to the song. On some emo shit is like. It's questionable. <laughs> I think it's good. Are you on some emo
1: shit. I like this song. The reason I like it so much is when you know the part with Marcos. Oh like, yeah, no. Seeing, like, I'm nice sorry. This song, and, like, I'm the not the guitars.
0: biggest fan I mean, of. I mean, it's not bad. Oh I like god. the song, but that one part that Sean's talking about, it's like a nice are dreaming and I'm just like, ah! oh I know. I love that part.
1: Like that oh, dude, part, that part to Oh my god. And then Mark and then and then Matt comes in with like with the screaming. Ah,
0: yeah, on some emo that's shit. That's... The verdict I think that is good. Is... I think Ooh. it's above average. If you had to say good or bad, I would give this song a thumbs up. Hung Yeah, Hung Over You is pretty all forgettable. Right. The most
1: forgettable track on the entire album. I forgot you... It's just so middling. I mean, no, it's, it's not right. bad. I Another like at the, the end. It's the filler track.
0: Uh, the, the, core, the, like, the best part is like at the very end when it's like, like in the bass. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. But so hungover you is, yeah, base, mid. Is yeah, good, yeah, the bass part, of, yeah. And speaking yeah, of forgetting so things. Man, speaking of forgetting things, drag. remember to forget me. First <laughs> of all, I like yeah. that
2: title. I really like that title. <laughs>
0: To forget me, I think it's a good song. It closes I the that. album properly. Totally. Also, Travis song. goes on at multiple times to picks. a somber album. Yes,
1: I... yeah. Oh my god, we completely forgot oh, yeah, to talk about the yeah no, Travis number. goes off. That's all you need to know. How do we forget that? Oh, yeah,
0: Travis, no, but remember to forget me is, great. Great. is it's like a minute. I think like, a good ending track It definitely great. the emotions run high and son if you don't have anything else to say yeah
1: it, uh i'd say it's great it's a somber end to a somber album Yeah, and that is the, the discography well.
0: of blink when you need to.
1: hold up we got a blink except we have a few middling things to wrap up some singles don't really matter we have the um millie my age again, if you guys know it, you know it. That we're, we're not, not discussing <laughs> the song's be the worst thing they've ever done. You know, you know it. it go into the singles on Spotify. Yeah. You know, um, whatever. Um, I, think world, songs practice, songs weird, right? I think Not it... Another uh, Christmas Song is really good. I think The Happy. The Happy... Yeah. It's one of them. Honestly, I love that song. It's a great Christmas song. It's one of the classic no, um, I like, think That, that and Merry Axis by Ice Not sad. Kills are my favorite
0: Christmas songs.
1: Yeah. I it's think definitely that, not another like, Christmas
0: song. Um they do, I don't remember think, the name of it. What's their
1: other Christmas song? They have another Christmas
0: song. What's that called? Um, I'll be Home for Christmas. That's and then it. the single yeah, quarantine, what's um try to that forget about that. The, I did not really like it. And you know, just to wrap things up, Mark really like says I really didn't like that claims new blink music coming soon. And also new podcast episode coming soon.
1: New EP, yeah. So if you guys are somehow
0: still listening and you liked this, then tune in. We're probably gonna keep doing this, even if no one listens, it's just it's kind yeah, of a fun I mean, thing. Yeah. It
1: like it's something fun, creative outlet. It really does, yeah. And I just say like overall like Blink Planet Two means a lot to us.
0: It was definitely appropriate. It was definitely appropriate, uh, an appropriate topic for us to talk about in the first episode because it's something we both love and both know very well. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully.